0: Happy National Mental Health Awareness Month, everybody. This is Sylvia Brown doing my PSA to assist in bringing awareness to this topic. If you are experiencing any emotional distress that impairs you in your life, that affects relationships, work, school, your overall functioning, you can contact the Mental Health National Hotline at 866-903-3787. If you're experiencing a crisis, you can text BRAVE to the crisis hotline 741741. If you are experiencing suicidal thoughts, you can contact National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.
1: This is WMVP Radio, and this goes out to all the veterans and active-duty
2: military out there.
1: We're raising awareness about mental and physical health out in the community. Everybody lend a hand. That's right, it goes out to
2: all the families, all the veterans supporters. But especially you, Birdman. We love you, brother. This is
3: WMVP Radio. Camp MRVs weapons training, infantry missing family overseas, but I gotta go. Space Force data calls, couple
1: times. Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget with Kevin. Say hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hey, hey. And we have some very special guests. I say some because our room is full of people right now, far more than we would normally have. And uh, they have a very important message, and I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves because so they can do it far better than I can right now. Who's up for, for first? Doc Soto.
3: Oh, I'm Doc Soto. How's everyone going? How's er- how's everyone doing? Tyree, Kevin. Thank you very much for having us. We really appreciate Absolutely. you. We're MVP. My veteran passion.
4: Who's next?
2: I'll go next. So my name is uh, Poyo Mountain. Also, my name is Justin. For those non-gamers out there that go by gamer tags, my name <laughs> is Justin. I'm part of the MVP community, like Doc said. My veteran passion. I'm part of the outreach program, so we reach out to some individuals. Also, a streamer, MVP staff member, active duty Air Force military training instructor. So I'm a drill instructor. I yell for a living, um, but we can dig a little bit more into that later. But I'll pass over to Nintendo right now.
0: Hey everybody, I'm Nintendo, aka Maddie, for those of you who are not gamers as well. Um, I am the customer relations manager for MVP, as well as the co-founder for the Texas branch of MVP, Um, working directly under DOC for this wonderful organization, Um, looking to expand and just spread the word about taking care of your health and especially your mental health as a veteran, because it is a very important thing that a lot of people tend to neglect, unfortunately. You're right
4: 100%, about that. 100. No, <clears throat> before we really get the the ball rolling, I so two of y'all introduce yourself with gamer tags, and I want to know more about what's going on with that and why.
2: Absolutely. So I can take the the reins on this one. When it comes to gaming, we we like to call each other by our gamer tags, kind of like in the military. Mm-hmm. We, it's always last name basis. Yeah, Half right. of us don't even know each other's first names until. We separate or we go guard reserve. So being gamers, for some reason, even the first time I met Doc or the first time I met five, 10, 15 people from MVP, we just knew each other based on the camera, who we knew they were and what their gamer tags were. There was no first name, last name basis. It was, hey, you're going to be, you know, Doc Soda, you're going to be Nintendo, you're going to be, and then five, six weeks later, it's like, hey, what is your real name? And then you find out, and you're like, oh, that's right. Hey, you you do look like a Gary, like, or you look like a Billy, or or whatever your real name is. And it's like, okay, that makes sense now. I'd be afraid to. The, I'd be afraid to get to know these. The, people. The way forward, we went.
4: Gotcha. Okay. Well, and and the reason I asked, I mean, I, I kind of knew that's where you are going with this. So, like, my veteran passion, you guys have, um, you all know, have uh, a, a gaming, uh, what do you what would it call it, like, section or platform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. And so, so how, do, how, how do you guys use that um, to your advantage to like, to, to, to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I cannot, I cannot work. Interact. Today, y'all.
3: Yeah. Interact, connect, network, mm-hmm. you know, bring everyone together for the one to one fight model that we continue pushing, you know, not only in the military, but at you know, when, once you get out of the military, cause once you get out, it's kind of a new turf, you know, and yeah. we're out here and it's, guess what? Everyone that's active duty, you're going to be on this side of the turf, you know. And some people, like, they were addressing it earlier on the 24 for 22, the charity they were doing um, in the pit. Someone said, well, it's it's a it's a grass that's not watered. It's full of weeds and such. And, you know, sometimes you don't know what you're getting into, but it's, it's irrelevant. You're going to get into it, you know. So we're yeah. here to try to mesh that um, gap. And that current status quo that we have of that statistic that, you know, for veteran suicide. And, mm-hmm. you know, as, as I believe that a lot of it goes on, you know, uninformed or on without data. So I think, you know, the number still is too high, but, you know, as, as we go and bring awareness to mental health, it's not only for veterans, it's for supporters and active duty, because guess what? Veterans, used to be civilians, and we're basically going back to civilians. So I don't like right. to use the word civilians because in the mil- military, how do we see the word civilian?
4: Yeah, it's got a negative uh, stigma to it. You yeah. nasty
3: civilian, you know, <laughs> and it's and it's awful. But at the same time, that's what we're going to, you know. So when you're yeah. going to be, you know, Tommy down the block, guess what? You're going to be Tommy down the block again. But how do you approach it now with the skills that you, that you earned in the military because you earn them? You know, the more you earn your ranks and your stripes, the more responsibility and such. And even that E2 has responsibilities, you know, but how do you go and translate that information to the civilian sector, you know, to utilize that five paragraph order, that BAMSIS, whatever acronym you use in the military to your advantage now as a skill in the military and -hmm. making sure that we all help each other on that aspect. That's the beauty about that virtual platform we're talking about.
4: For sure, when I, and I think one thing that I I think is just kind of amazing about it is that uh, so like Tyree and I, for example, like I live in Arkansas, he's in California, um, you know, and 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 we've we've stayed in contact for the most part since we left active duty in two thousand five, but. <clears throat> And I never, I never gamed. I I just, I'm too ADD to sit there and play, but I'll tell you what, man, Call of Duty grabbed my attention. I was on quarantine for two weeks up in Fort Leonard Wood, and I just played Call of Duty Mobile (laughs) for two weeks straight. And after that, I went out and bought a PlayStation. But uh, ever since playing, like Tyree and I have been in more contact um, through Call of Duty. And then like my best friend, she lives down in, uh, my best friend and her husband, they live down in, in Houston. And that's one of the ways. Like, we don't even do phone calls anymore. We'll just get on Call of Duty, and sometimes we'll play. Sometimes I'll we'll sit there and talk. And so, like, the four of us will get on there, and that's that's one that's been super helpful for us to stay in contact, um, you know, or just to you know blow off steam and go, <clears throat> you know, suck at Call of Duty. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, but guys
3: are actually good like at the, it. I'm the only just one. Just like that's the bad military, you suck, but you suck together, so it wasn't exactly. that bad, you know?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Who's Saint no, I was saying, uh, you guys don't suck. I'm the one that kind of drags everyone down. I'm that guy on the team, you know? I'm always going to say it. I that mean- guy
0: is important though because you know what
1: somebody needs that to guy bring the water? is the lobby
0: you go to join to get all the kills <laughs> absolutely and get all the
3: she is correct
0: so 120%. i i am also that guy for the team sometimes <laughs> i have like a, i don't even know what my katie is it's negative i'm pretty sure it's negative oh, my um
3: certainly. but you know what
0: i'm really good at staying alive and you, <laughs> that allows yeah. everybody to Come Respawn,
4: resurge, yeah. That anger, that's what man. that's what you Jessica is. Down. That's that's what Jess is. That's what Jess is. That's just, she's she's a, so like me, me, Steven and Tyree will be completely wiped out, like dead. Like wait, our 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 countdown is like to come back in is like ticking, 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 and she's just camped somewhere in a fucking corner waiting for us to come back every time, man.
1: Never fails. She's a she's a winner. She's an MVP. Yeah, Absolutely. right.
3: That strategic command, you always need it. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, um,
4: so Maddie, you said that you're, y'all are trying to get things started down there in in, in Texas. Like, how, how's that going for y'all? Like, what a uh, how are y'all trying to expand down there?
0: It's going really well, actually. So, since Poyo and I are both still active duty Air Force, um, mm-hmm. we are able to kind of tap into different networks that um, not as many veterans have accessibility to. So, for example. I'm part of the medical group at Lackland. And so uh, we have partnered with the Booster Club. For those of y'all that don't know what the Booster Club is, it's essentially a group of people that get together and raise money for morale events to help kind of boost everybody's mood within the unit. And as a private organization within the military, they have certain rules and bylaws they have to follow. So they're only able to do one official fundraiser a quarter. Which really limits them in the amount of stuff they can do. So as a trade off, they provide bodies for MVP events and we send them a cut of money, allowing them to fundraise all year around. And we get the benefit of having people because we're we're new here in Texas, we don't have the network that Doc Soto has in Arizona. Um, So we're reaching out to local organizations, not only on the active duty side, but on the civilian side as well, because part of what MVP does is partnering with local networks, local businesses, veteran-owned businesses. So we partner a lot with the local restaurants. Um, One of our most valued partners here in San Antonio is Fish City Grill, um we absolutely love their customer service they give back to our organization they do a lot of really good work for the community and they have been one of our biggest sponsors so far here in san antonio and we just love them but it's all about building those connections um kind of circling back to doc soda's analogy of getting out of the military and getting into that grass that's full of weeds um part of what mvp vision is is to teach people how to garden how do you take care of those weeds? How do you remove them? How do you put plants in that you want to see flourish and grow? So we provide those tools to help people transitioning from active duty to civilian life, make their garden beautiful and grow.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Basically like how to, the way the way I'm kind of understanding it is like how to, how to utilize the skills that you've learned in the military uh, in the civilian world, because it is, it is two different places. And like I don't, last, last season we, we spoke with one of our guys, one of our former um, comrades, if you will, he's a command major now. Um, one of the things he was ta- talking about was like, man, he's like, I'm afraid to get out of the military because it's, it's, it's. You know, I've, this is all I know. Yeah. Um, which, and I think he will be very successful whatever he does. But I mean, that's that's a that's a true reality for a lot of folks. Is that that transition, um, no matter how long you've been in be it one contractor, you know, 20 plus, that transition back to being a civilian is is. Is that's a lot. That's a lot to handle. Man, um it's coming, man. So that's 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 good to have um something like that that they can like kind of lean on and be like, how how do I navigate this world?
0: It is, it's a really rough transition. Um I've done a lot of research on that transition topic. And unfortunately, that couple year period after transitioning from active duty to civilian life is where a lot of veterans take their lives. They just find it very difficult to adjust and adapt and they're not used to you know, having to do a lot of things on their own and they feel Mm -hmm. lonely. They don't have the same support of their battle buddies, you know, or their wingmen close by. And that's one of the beautiful things about MVP and having those electronic platforms is that you're able to connect with your friends anywhere in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. Most places have Wi-Fi now. I mean, even even on Air Force deployments, you have a Wi-Fi connection. It might not be the best, but... (laughs) there's a Wi-Fi connection
4: right yeah someone's gonna set something up somewhere yeah for sure Mm -hmm.
3: Any any transition going from one unit to another is scary going from one command to another is scary and now think about that live change where you're not gonna get that two-week paycheck especially if you have kids or you have you know other responsibilities um it's gonna be tough you know so what we're projecting hopefully doing here soon is trying to get an mvp chapter in every state because every state has different benefits for um, for the members, you know. Mm-hmm. Arizona has different benefits in the state, not just federal. So the, there's that. There's a difference, and yeah. there's plenty of resources there available for people to take advantage because that's what they're there for. Go, going from like help with school, help on finances, help finding a house, help finding whatever it is, you know, even a a a small group of veteran owned businesses so you can help one veteran to another that's what we project a lot is that if you help your local it's basically help nationally because you have to take care of the small places first and we got to focus on one on each other in our local communities because if you think of veterans you know some do come from LA New York but when you hear most of the guys that I maybe I serve with they're like from nowhere Texas where like mm-hmm. their city is not even a city it's almost like just a Numbers sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, BFE,
4: rural America. Yeah,
3: I come from like a town that's like 25,000 people, so it's not too big either. And a lot of my friends share that similar, you know, but again, I'm not saying that there isn't people coming from big cities because you know it's all over the place, but um, we're like that shotgun when you know you pack in the shotgun shell, you know, but when you shoot it, when we get out. We go all over the place, you know. Yeah. So how do you connect again? And that's what we're trying to do. That in every state, I mean, we have MVP members now in Guam, so we're we're trying to connect, making sure that we take care of each other everywhere we could try to be. So that's uh, that's part of it too.
4: Hell yeah, man! We're we're definitely all about that, man. Because I mean, <clears throat> I know we've talked about this a hundred times, but uh, we've said several times, like in, in previous episodes, that like originally our intent wasn't like we didn't go into this with like the, the, the uh, looking to, to, to help things, right? We were just trying to document stories, but like we, the feedback that we were getting was that listening to us tell our stories of deployments and time and service, blah, blah, blah. People were like, fuck man. We I didn't know we could talk about that. And then they felt better connected to these people. They didn't even know. And then that cur- encouraged them to speak with you know their homies from from their units, and then they reconnected. So it's it's kind of been like this like snowball effect. And so like it's it, this show has kind of taken on like a way larger meaning um, for us in that regard. Um, a couple of our well, actually, um, was it uh, Tyree? Was it uh, uh, yeah? Our gauge, a uh, gauge. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that he does, um, he he he's attempting to to do the same thing or something very similar, not necessarily connecting veterans, but like helping veterans cope with you know, PTSD specifically, um, through cannabis. So that, that's, that's his niche. Um, and that's a big thing, you know, he's got going in California with a company called Brothers Mark. Um, but let me ask you this though. Um, <clears throat> I, I know for me, when I left active duty in 2005, I had, I went from being, you know, a Sergeant just got back from a combat deployment. Um, I was important. My word meant something, Um, I had a purpose, right. And then I come home and I mean, obviously to my family, I mean something to them, but like to any, you know, job prospect or going to school that meant nothing, like nobody cared about any of that stuff. Right. So like, I had no purpose again, like I was just lost in this world. Um, so does MVP, what, what do y'all do when it comes to helping create purpose for, for some of these veterans?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll take that one. Um, so when it comes to um, that purpose again, I feel like you have to come and just let go of any type of um, ego you have. You know, like it's hard because you come from a, you're a sergeant major to now hanging out with Lance Corporal over here and you're kind of equals again. So the awards that you got for Valor, the awards that you got for good conduct, they don't matter. They don't. But for us veterans, certain people, they matter greatly. So we still honor. We try to say like we still have that respect because we understand that type of skill that that is. So when you start really going into like what is your purpose again, we go back to resources, 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 because there could be something out there that someone is already doing. That's why it's imperative and paramount for people to interact with uh, the discord because we do like the salty sailor talk. We do benefits talk and such where you have, you know, from a range from one to 24, 25 people in in each group talking about meal planning, exercising um, benefits, financials. And there's a point where something's going to spike your interest and you start finding out what the purpose is again. Whether it be helping veterans, whether you're interested in helping children uh, with, you know, disabilities, whether it be going back to school and becoming an engineer because you like to do X, Y, or Z. So we go back to those resources a lot because to us, that's paramount. And we're not trying to replace the VA. We're trying to siphon people to the VA to say that's a great benefit. That's a great resource. Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that us as vets or active duty and vets, we start saying go there because that's a hub for resources. Each state has, like I said, different programs. California has different than Arizona, then Texas, then New Mexico, you know, then Florida. So um each one will have different things. So that's why we need to really explore those options. And that's how I believe we find that it again.
4: Right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know I completely agree with the whole because I tell you what, man, my my best friend jessica she told me years ago after my time in active that like my my pride my ego was going to be like the death of me more or less and she wasn't wrong like i was very i mean you know but i was army infantry right we're we're trained to you know think that we're the you know the best of the best on the planet even though no,
3: they're Victor units for a reason you know what i mean
4: yeah um but yeah i mean i i definitely let it go to my head you know I, i definitely have that mentality and you know when you're a civilian like nobody cares, right? Like, I mean, to be honest, like nobody cares, right? There are those people that know that they care. They're like, yeah, but like for the most part, man, like I've had a handful of civilian jobs and my two fourteen or what's on my ribbon rack on my, on my dress uniform is irrelevant and they don't care about any of that stuff. I've applied for management positions and didn't get them and thinking to myself, well, how can the, how can this be? I'm a leader in the army. How, how, how can I not be a leader at this company? Well, it's, it's apples and oranges. Right. Um, but yeah. So like for, for us, I think and, and Tyree would agree, but like doing this podcast is actually given us a great sense of purpose because it's enabled us to talk to folks like you guys. Um, and to kind of help spread your message because that's what we want to do. We want, we want to get your word out. We want to help other veterans because like I've said before, 22 a day is 22 too many. It's bullshit. Like, and, 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 it's clear that some other larger entities are not doing enough to prevent that or to reduce those numbers. And I really do feel just like on veterans day and just like on Memorial day, it's up to us, um, those who have served to do something about it. That's, that's my perspective anyway.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, you know, a little bit back, uh, on my history, when I got out of the military, I went to college, um, ended up getting a, a biomedical degree from the University of Arizona, but took a, a turn and ended up being uh, working for the Senate for the late John McCain as a veteran advocate. So I started looking a lot of the issues and such. And since I had a, a statistical background, I started looking at the statistics and really putting the VA's feet to the fire in that aspect, not to fire them, but to really change the status quo or how veterans are seeing the VA. Um, once the Senator passed, um, I went ahead and um, started going back to school as a master's for organizational leadership. Uh, why? Because if I led in the military, it, what's the easiest thing for me to do is get a degree in leadership. It was about four months into college when four of my buddies took their life and, you know, kind of put me in the depression state and for like maybe a month or two. Because I didn't know what going on. I don't know what was happening. They were my friends. And I was their medical personnel. I was a Navy corpsman um, with, uh, in, with the Marines. And I served with them, you know, in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and other areas. So whenever I uh, talked to them, how did I miss this? You know, I took a guilty mind to it and said, what's going on with it? But as I was really sad about it and depressed, I I haven't like, what do I have to do to to change this? what do I what I need to do? And I thought, but well, what do I like to do? I like to work out. I like to talk to my friends. I like to see my friends. I like to play video games. It's like, why don't we do that? And mm-hmm. therefore we started MVP and then COVID hit and the gaming part revved up because again, a lot of us now started connecting online. So our workouts are now online and they're from Arizona, but we can see them from anywhere. And we have another workout from North Carolina and we can see them from anywhere and we can do them like that. Um, you know, we just had a workout about an hour and a half ago. It was mobility strengthening. It's not really a workout, stretching and getting mm-hmm. more on the meditative side and bringing more uh, Zen. Um, so a lot of people, I, I encourage that because some of these workouts are hard, are a little bit more in, in, intensive, intense. So with with it being so, I think starting with stretching and all that brings those people back because as we know, we were all some type of really high endurance running, whatever it was, or, you know, if you're infantry, you got, you know, you you can do 25 miles running. Why not? Right. (laughs) And then you get to that mentality. doesn't mean your body fits it, but you know, you get to it. So that's that's the way we are. And, and that mentality is great to have in the proper channeling of the right energy. So that's really what we're trying to do here. And, um, you know, I I know that I said a little bit more about my background in the medical side. Uh, but Nymph is also on the medical aspect.
4: Um, hey, I have a question. Okay.
1: Hold on. Okay. Quick no, question. you hold on.
3: What? No, you go ahead. I've been talking.
4: <laughs> We've been taking. Tyree, where you been, man?
1: I've been sitting here listening. Did
4: you go shave or something?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, we always ask everyone the same question. And, uh, you know, you guys are on our show. So, what made, what caused you to join the military?
0: I can start with this one. So, for me, um, I grew up with a single mom, and it was my brother and I. My mom ended up getting hurt on the job. Um, so, she broke her back. And then she also developed cancer. So, as a result of that, like she wasn't able to work. So, I watched her lose everything from not being able to pay medical bills. We lost our house, so the vehicle was repossessed. We had to move in with my grandmother. Um, so, I watched medical bills take over, not being able to pay bills, not being able to have a retirement just because you're funneling all your money into surviving. And that's something I never wanted for myself. So, I was like, okay. How do I establish myself, get a retirement, get medical benefits? And I always had a passion for travel. I always wanted to go see the world. Um, As a kid, I was always exploring around the woods, like wanting to go new places. So the military just kind of made sense for me because it fit all of those criteria and it paid for college because as a kid with a single mom who you know, isn't able to afford those kinds of things, I was either going to have to get a lot of grants um, or find a way to pay for school myself. So since the military offered tuition assistance and the GI Bill and all those wonderful things, it just made sense to me.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. That, I mean, it absolutely does. Polo? Sure. Uh, I'm sorry. Pollo?
0: Yes,
2: So I don't have an in-depth story like that at all. <laughs> uh, just gonna lead up front with that. Um, honestly, I hated going to school. I hated going to college. I hated taking college classes. I hated everything about school. I was like, I'm going to join the military. I was going to be that that hood rat kid from California, right? That was, that was my, my goal was I'm just going to be that hood rat guy that joins the Marines and then the Marines told me I was too fat to join. So I said, I'm going to go to the Air Force. because That sounds like my place. But uh, when I went and joined, honestly, it was about travel. I was going to be a, a four years and done. That was my goal. That was all I want to do is do my four years, get out, have some sort of quote unquote experience and then get out. Um, and then they offered me Germany for five years. And I was like, you know mm. what? I can't pass that up. Mm-mm. So I went to Germany for five years and then they're like, Hey, you want to go be a drill instructor? And I was like, I'll go be a drill instructor. I'll yell at kids for a living. And then a blink of an eye, four degrees later, I've been to, you know, 33 countries and have four degrees. Good so Lord, man. It's just, you know, kind of like what Nip was saying. I'm, I'm taking advantage of it now. I'm I'm traveling. I'm using that tuition assistance. I'm using everything. Um, But I think for me, my why changed. So the reason why I joined, you know, a year into it changed. Uh, When I lost my mom in 2012, which was about seven months after I joined, my why changed. Why am I here? Well, now I'm going to do it to serve and make my family proud. You know, Mm -hmm. then three, four years go by, you know, you have a couple of friends that commit suicide. And then it's like, all right, well, now I'm going to do it for them. I'm going to uphold, you know, their, what they wanted to do or what they should have been able to do. And then your why is constantly changing. I think Doc and NIF can probably, or y'all can attest to it too. Your why probably changed four or five, six times in the short time you were in or why you're doing this. But that was my goal. My goal is a four and done, get out, get a job, make six figures. And then, yeah, the military does its thing and offers you Germany and Hawaii and Japan. You're like, well, I can't pass those up. And then right. you know you blink and it's twelve years later. Yeah. So <laughs> no,
4: yeah. No, you're hundred percent right, man. Like I, I joined um, way back in 01 because I remember sitting in the, the school counselor's office, right, listening to the counselor talk to another student about like how they had done so well in these tests and and how they, they qualified for all these scholarships and like all these colleges were, you know, willing to accept them. And I was like, shit, man, I didn't do a single thing to <laughs> nope. to, to to for the to that end right i was like fuck man and i knew my you know that three of the three of the four of of, of four of my parents were were in at one point i have my parents were split so i you know i had parents that my stepmom was in active army then you know the women's army corps and then army reserve and my dad was in national guard my stepdad was active duty army stationed up in greenland and i was like well i mean that's a viable option you know what i mean i'm gonna do that and next thing you know like i'm joining the army to get out of arkansas right because otherwise you know, I'm going to be in a dead end job, you know, with six kids on meth, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not not doing so good. But later on, you know, you, as you get into it, you start to serve and you're like, man, there's there's something more to this. I mean, I did end up getting out, but coming back in and going to the, the, do the same thing you do. I'm a, I'm a drill sergeant um, in the reserves in the pretend army. And um, <clears throat> and it's it's there's definitely a lot of purpose there. Right. Because you see these kids, you know, civilians don't know anything, scared. Right, and you know, you 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 get to impart all your knowledge on them, and they're like you. You see that light bulb, you know, come on in them, and that's a that's a proud dad moment, kind of, so you know, so to speak. And uh no, that's that's definitely been why I've I've I'm at 21 years now.
1: It's a lot of years. What about you, Doc Soto? Yeah, what's up, Doc? How'd you come in, or why'd you come in?
3: Um, I did it because honestly, I was in ROTC for four years, and I thought, like, man this is easy. I could do this. It's like, all right, let's go. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it was the enticement of, all right. The enticement was, you know, you're going to be a Navy corpsman. 80% of all corpsmen are females, you know, you (laughs) can go to school at night while you go to work at a hospital. I was like, my mom was in the hospital. All right, cool. Then let's do this. Oh, yeah, about that. There was a war going on. Um, <laughs> did not get that. Did not get any of that. But that was my my brain thinking at that mm-hmm. point with a, a different head type of thing. Yeah. But um, it was the best choice I could have made because I come from a town that, um, you know, not a lot of good things are happening. A lot of drug use. Um, you know, there's just, you know, rapid pregnancies going on that like, you know, it's, it's, I, I grew up seeing that and I just didn't want to be a part of that. So I want to get out of that, out of there too. There's another way to get out, but once you're in, uh, like Pollo said, um, my, my why changed, you know, mm-hmm. why I want to be here. Well, I'm doing so good. I'm learning so much. I'm, I'm growing so much. I want to do this again. Yeah. And send me to another deployment, which was not good, but again, When you're in the suck with the people that are helping you out, you don't feel like you want to leave. And that happened to a lot of people where they got hurt, they got injured or something. They're like, nah, I can still be here. I can't do all this stuff, but I can, I still want to be here. We had to yank them sometimes out of turrets and such and say like, no, you got to get out of here, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, your why changes because of the people that you're with and you find your new family. And that's a bond that, you
4: know, not a lot of people will have. Hell yeah, man. I can agree to that.
1: Yeah. Hey. So, <clears> hold <throat> uh, on. <throat> earlier,
4: what you, you trying to say something?
1: Yeah, I am. Speak I have up. another question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, there's another question we ask everyone who comes on the show. Um, you guys had joined the military after this, but where were you on 9 11?
3: I was taking the ASVABs that day.
1: No shit.
4: Dang man! What first. a, what a day first. to take the ads yeah, out. Yeah,
3: it was scary because, like, I remember going out the night before too, and then like the um, army guys that were in the front, they had like a um, like a table set up, and they were grabbing it and flipping it and throwing shit, and I was like, "What the fuck, yo, we gotta hurry up! I gotta finish this shit. They're they gonna catch <laughs> us, man!" And we left, but by the time we got up there, I don't know if anyone remembers or seen Channel One before but we got up there and then it was like a movie and I thought oh we're, we're watching a movie in channel 1 that's pretty cool and then it just dawned on me I was like oh my god it's not a movie this is real so that was my asvab moment 911
4: Dang, man poyo poyo
2: so i'm going to i'm going to age myself here a little bit um so it was a tuesday i remember it very vaguely i was sitting in third grade and whoa it ended up being a movie day is what we And that's kind of the same thing Doc was saying. Obviously, I was, what, 10 years younger or whatever the math adds up. Um, and I thought it was just going to be a, a giant movie day. And I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. Like every class period is going to be a movie day. This is phenomenal. And then I quickly realized the same movie was on repeat every single class period. And I was like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. And then obviously the school shut down. I was like a half day. And at the time, I was like, oh, cool, half day. Awesome. And then I got home. And that's when my aunt called me because my aunt and my uncle are both at the time were both active duty army so she was a lieutenant colonel he was a major and they called because they were stationed and lived in virginia and they were like turn the news on and my mom was freaking out obviously and i was just like what's going on i've already seen this movie today and they're like no like this shit's going down like currently and Hmm. obviously you know being in third grade you don't really know the severity of it but obviously looking back now i'm like oh that was a big ordeal obviously yeah um, but at the time, yeah, I was I was sitting in third grade and I thought it was a, a free hooky day of school, but obviously it turns out that changed, you know everything. Everyone's lives. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That that morning, man, you've had no clue, no clue that your entire world would change. <clears throat> just like that. Dad. That's crazy. Nymph.
0: Um, for me, I remember I was sitting in class, I think it was like fifth grade. Um, we were sitting in class, I don't remember what the teacher was um, writing on the board, but I remember they were writing something on the board, and then the phone rang, the teacher answered the phone, and then turned on the TV and put the news on, and I remember watching footage of the planes flying into the towers and into the Pentagon, and um, just kind of watching the news and just kind of, just staring like what's going on and the teacher explained that you know hey we were just attacked by a terrorist organization um, this isn't a movie this is a real life event and i grew up kind of in a mili- like in a military town so just right outside of lewis mccord so a lot of my classmates their parents were in the either the Air Force or the Army.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, as soon as the teacher said that we were attacked and, you know, the kids that had military parents just, you know, started freaking out because they know that that means mommy and daddy are probably going to have to leave. Um, so it was a little bit, a little similar to poyo's but a little bit different. We did end up getting picked up early from school, though. I remember that happened. All the All the kids got picked up.
1: Man, I forget that you guys are, like, younger than us. We're so
4: we were used to talking to folks are, that, you know, that were, you know, our age, right? But you mean, you know, that not too much younger. Yeah, it's nothing us. wrong
1: with that. But I'm just saying, like, me and Kevin, he was in basic training. You we were one foot out the door. I had just started. Yeah. We didn't know each other at the time. You know, he was, where were you?
4: I was uh, Alpha, Alpha 254. I was graduating basic training three days after nine eleven. 11
1: yeah, and I was at Delta 219, and I had just started like the day before. So yeah. here we are, it, man. Everyone, that whole situation, um, we, it all yeah. we it, it intersected our lives in different ways, and, and we can all draw back to that exact point where uh, everything changed.
3: Yeah, and, you and know it's, it's dumb.
4: Um not to go give me, but you know what's dumb is that I remember telling my parents when I first when I when I told them I was gonna join the military and they were like in a panic. Like, what if war happens? And I'm like, We haven't had a war in like ten years. We'll like, be fine. Come you
3: know He jinxed us, it was you. <laughs>
4: yeah, it was me. My bad. Yeah. I said I'm the sorry, same thing.
1: My mom said the same thing, and I'm like, Oh no, don't worry about it. It's, it's yeah. easy. I'll take infantry, go to Germany, it'll be a cakewalk. Yeah.
3: And the thing is, when you look at it, it's not how of the um, age of it is, but how many generations it. Yeah. The word affected is the wrong word because it it, it molded us mm-hmm. a certain way. Um, you know, it could be for good or bad, but it, it all it, it molded us a different way to each other. But you're right; we are all intersecting here for the greater good, just like we did prior in the military to make sure that we take care of each other. And we make sure that we continue to push that support for one another.
1: All
4: right. Absolutely, man. Um, with that, <clears throat> there's two things that um, well, one thing that you mentioned, and one thing that I wanted to ask you all about. It's kind of like a personal thing, but it's also on your guys' website and you've mentioned it before. Um, but the first thing I want to ask you about, I wrote it in my notes. Hang on a second. <clears throat> Salty Sailor Talk. Let's hear. It. Let's hear. It. What is salty? I, 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 mean, I, I've, I've talked to uh, Poyo uh, about it when we met down in San Antonio. Um, but let's get into what salty sailor talk because <laughs> I like it.
3: So salty sailor talk. We have um, a congregation of veterans and supporters that come in there and just give their opinion or their two cents about a topic that we will continuously put out there weekly every Saturday. 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're all there on Discord. I posted a link there, but if you need me to, I can post it again. Um, and basically, we give everyone three minutes to delegate. The word could be anything from one of the words was suicide. The other one was mental impaired. Some some of them are um, walls. Some of them, It's just one word because that word in itself will give you a... A vision or a note of what people are thinking, whether they feel positive or they feel negative, And if this is a negative or a positive connotation on this specific word and why. And it's part of growth and transitioning. So everyone gets three minutes to introduce themselves, who they are, what they think about this word, and then go from there. We have a moderator, um, JMST Promo Titan, who is a Navy corpsman as well. Um, served with him in Afghanistan, and he is a... Um, certified va counselor uh i'm sorry va uh peer support specialist Um, she knows our va counselor our counselor but um he moderates it and then he tells us a little bit more about what that means or how you should look at it or in a form of support or if Mm -hmm. you want to just let something out or do you want constructive or positive criticism Mm -hmm. we don't even use the word criticism just a um, little bit more of acknowledgement of the situation, because um, sometimes you do need that. Sometimes someone needs to tell you, guess get what? Guess what? Get off the meth, bro. It's not good for you, you know, but sometimes it's hard to hear it from your loved ones. You might have to hear it from a brother or a sister that served with you. And it just drills a little bit in more, you know, so yeah. It's, it's just part of the positive parts that could happen, and it brings other people to start talking a little bit more of what's going on so we can start sharing that peer-to-peer support. Absolutely, man. Yeah,
0: the other thing that we us. do for Salty Sailor Talk is the first Saturday of every month mm-hmm. is the VA Salty Sailor Talk where we have VA representatives come in, talk about benefits, talk about how – to file your paperwork, you should never, ever, ever have to pay somebody to represent you at the VA. That is not something you should ever have to do.
4: Can you and say that one more time, real mm-hmm. loud and you very clear. You should
0: never have to pay somebody to represent you at the VA. There are people 100%, already 100%. getting a paycheck to do that. If you're paying somebody, they are scamming you. Hit up our girl, Tammy. She's fantastic. She hosts most of our Salty Sailor Talks on the first Saturday of every month. What what was their time? So it was five Western time, eight Eight Eastern time. Yes, Yes, ma'am. No. Okay, Western. I don't oh, remember Nate. what Western times called. Specific. <laughs> there we go. I even, whatever. Western time. I'm from the west it's coast. It's We've my hometown timeline. Like that's just what I am used to.
4: <laughs> no, that but, um, that's that's that man. That needs to be said so much because there there are a lot of people. Matter of fact was it a year and a half ago I was looking into filing my claim and doing all this of stuff with the VA. And this guy stopped me. He's, he's an old school veteran. He, he really, man, he has a, a pretty rad story, but um, he had to go, he went to some group and they charged him. It was like, Oh man, 10% or 15% of whatever his total was um, that he would have, that he would have received. um for x amount of time it was something ridiculous but they get they took a huge and he's like dude it's totally worth it i'm like no dude it's you should not have to pay somebody for that like that's insane to me i just refused i just never did it but i mean i eventually did right i'm still Mm -hmm. working through that process now but yeah and i'm glad you said that though because it needs to be said to um our, our veterans out there you do not have to pay somebody you should not have to pay somebody to help you with your with anything to the va
3: yeah and and that's we we advocate that everyone should use the resources they have in their own state again i'm going to be boisterous about that too is that each state has different benefits but they all have something they have a veteran service officer representative of some sorts somewhere um so when you utilize them they represent you and they can do that for you now the whole paying thing it's definitely terrible because there's people already getting paid for that so you know some people get i guess um antsy Mm -hmm. you know so they they want to do that and you know completely totally up to them but the people that go in there are vso's people that can review some of the stuff they'll tell you how to use those resources already in your own town and then on top of that we have another gentleman that goes in there his name's nick he he's not there representing the veterans benefit side but he'll tell you exactly what you need to do for that or how to yeah. you know make sure that you're correct or up to par and they they both come in here not representing any organizations but just with their knowledge to help one veteran to another that's it you know
4: yeah absolutely man
3: there's there's like no alliances basically it's like nah man like this is what's right this is what's wrong this is how you should do it and stuff. And some, some, we've had some cases that they're like, you know what, you should call me. And they personally take Mm -hmm. care of that person, you know? So if they're that bad, absolutely. You know? So, uh, but yeah, we're here for, for that. Absolutely.
4: So when I, when I spoke with, uh, with uh, Pollo and Nymph down at the, at the, uh, in in San Antonio, at the Longtab Brewery there, um, one thing that really kind of like kind of got my, my mind on the subject of, of having you guys come on was, I mean, obviously like uh, any organization of any kind that's out there trying to help veterans. Yes. We want to help. We want to talk. We want to, we want to bring them on. We want to help get their word out. But <clears throat> one thing that y'all said kind of stuck with me is that like, li- like any service that a veteran may need, you guys can help them find or be a, get get attain or whatever. Be it something to do with, on the legal side of things or medical side of things to the VA, that you guys will 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 pretty much. I mean, even if it's not necessarily in your wheelhouse, it's something that you guys will attempt to help them figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Accurate? Or
3: even like each state has a specific hub. You know, it's something that, as per reference, we can hear it and say, all right. Maybe it's in this place or maybe that place, but yeah, um, we try to assist them with getting try to get those resources for them when they are mm-hmm. really in need. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I think this was Kevin. I think this was on the lines of, and Doc can obviously speak a lot more in depth about this. But I think this was along the lines of the most recent event we had out in California um, for the Wally event. Doc, this was before it all unraveled, and we actually got everything situated. I think that's kind of the avenue Kevin was going down when it came to how we got Wally from point A to point B kind of thing.
3: Oh, yeah. So, again, uh, by utilizing resources, I mean that there's other nonprofits that are not just us. And we push them out to, say, to help out. So um, in the case of Wally, it was very specific because, one, he was a uh, foreign national. They were trying to support to get him the ability to Get his family into the States, get him a social security number, get him, you know, that that going of being an American and utilizing some of the MVP members because we put it out on the MVP discord. If anybody knew something of this extent, we so happen to know other people that knew people in Congress and people that were out in the um, in country and people that were trying to support. And then once they got here, they were the ones that were contact, other veteran supporters, not even veterans, were contacting other um, interpreters or people that they worked with before to give them the resources that they've used prior. And we are still doing that because they randomly send us information and we just relay. Whether they utilize it or not, it's not really up to us. If they qualify or not but it's another resource and if those people are there they probably find other resources that he might qualify so once you're there you know it it all it's a network yeah absolutely
4: yeah and that's i mean i'm sure you guys know right like i mean like this this is one thing that that i i think i learned late in life but like networking is everything um oftentimes when it when it comes to Shit, really? Anything? I mean, like, who who do you know? How can you connect other people when you're in need? You know, like, it definitely helps to know somebody who knows somebody or yep. to know somebody. Mm-hmm. um So that 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 that's great, man. That you, that you're able yeah. to like, you know, if 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 you, I mean, I think that Discord really does help a lot, right? Yeah. Like, if you if you, if you oh, yeah, if somebody has a problem, man, we don't necessarily cover that, but we got this discord and there may be somebody yeah. there. Yep. We got this community and we can put your word out and maybe somebody knows somebody. And that's, that's huge.
2: <clears throat> I think, I think, so one thing I, I want to add is any military member, we're humble, right? We don't want to brag about ourselves, but right. I think, I think Doc Soto cut it a little short. So in the discord, we don't just have people in Guam, right? We got people in, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dubai, the UK. Um, I think we actually just got a couple people from New Zealand, so anytime there's anything that needs to Such be like man. said or talked or communic- you're just having a crappy night, there's someone in that Discord that is know. probably awake around yeah. the world that fits mm-hmm. your time zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sometimes all you want is just someone to be like, hey, can I just call you and just, excuse my language, just bitch for yeah. like 30 minutes? Like, yeah, man, just call me. I'll, I'll put myself on mute. And we've had a lot of instances like that where people just at midnight, one, two, three in the morning, just hit call and see who answers that's all they want
4: yeah man i i I like that dude because there have been there have been times where i definitely felt alone in the world even though like i know i have people that i can call but like fuck man there are people that i know right they know me i know them but like i think having and that's another benefit to it right it's like having this person that i don't necessarily know in my personal life but definitely can relate to my situation talking to them you know I mean, there's. It's different. I have no reason to hold anything back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of one of the times I felt the loneliest and the I don't know what I'm doing here type of thing, is when I was in college. I was going to college and I was I didn't know what I was doing. I felt alone, and you know, I I I started having pro- monetary problems because the VA wasn't paying college. Blah 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 blah. I was just stuck in the middle with like, you know, just all these problems. So one of the things that I thought is when I was trying to say hey what's the thing that we're missing as veterans and you know just anyone that's affiliated with the military is that when i was in college i didn't want to join a frat or or a sorority i couldn't join a sorority obviously but (laughs) um we already were we were a bigger group we're just inclusive we we joined a higher cause so every now and then some of the colleges had a vet center uh some didn't um i started one of them and it was, it was awesome to get everyone back in there. But the one thing that we're missing, and we are going to be pushing this a lot more. We're already in the University of Arizona and uh, Arizona State University. But we want to push it to the community colleges as well. We're in Pima, Pima Community College. And now that we're here in Texas, we're going to push more to colleges. Because when you're in a fraternity or something, your brother or your sister knows the Boeing executive because it happens to be his uncle or whatever Mm -hmm. it's not Mm -hmm. what you know it's who you know we are missing that so why not make this with mvp as well this is something that we are pushing hard because you don't know how lonely it feels in in college until like you have other responsibilities than kids that are doing keg stands at two in the morning no people have kids people have like other things to do they can't do that you know and then they they get their money cut in half too. So it's another story for another day, you know?
4: Yeah. I feel like, go uh, ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say on that same note, um, one of the other platforms that we use in MVP, it's called LinkedIn. And what it is, is it's a businessing job hiring platform that can put you in touch with a lot of big organizations that want to hire veterans. They understand, our job titles, our leadership roles, and they put value to, you know, being the non-commissioned officer in charge of a battalion or in charge of a clinic full of 40, 60 people, and it can put you in touch with people that understand as part of that networking. And so our LinkedIn resources also available um, to help put you in touch with those kinds of You know, just great, great opportunities for employment. Mm
3: -hmm. It's hard sometimes to like delineate or change that, what you did in the military to what it translates to Mm -hmm. the civilian side. So Mm -hmm. that's a great tool. Thank you for that.
0: There's also an additional resource that I learned about, and this is mandatory now. I don't think it was around maybe doc when you separated, but it's called TAPS. And it's the Transition Assistance Program. And basically, it gives people who are transitioning out of the military resources for resume writing, how to translate your military job into a civilian job. And the biggest takeaway from that class that I took was it's called, let me take a look. I just had it open in a tab. I use the, it's called My Next Move. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it's a program that you type your your AFSC or your MOS or your rate into a machine, and it tells you, okay, if you're a hospital administrator in the Air Force, it tells you what jobs are similar on the civilian side. So you can, if you want to stay in the same avenue you can look at jobs that have a similar skill set where you can kind of walk in at an above baseline pay grade and you know start making money that's comparable to maybe your basic pay from the military side it also has job finding services available where you can say okay Maybe I want to cross-train or go to a different career field. How much are mechanics making in my state that I live in? And it gives you the average pay for mechanics in your state. And you can go state by state. Say I'm moving from Texas to Washington. I can look at Washington and see how much mechanics or hospital administrators are being paid there and kind of map what I want to do with my life out before making any big life choices as far as picking a new career path or sticking with the one I have currently.
4: So is that my next move? <clears throat> is that... I uh, let mean, let, let's say I've been out of the military for four or five years. Is that something that that person could use?
0: Somebody, anybody can use. And the bigger the bigger website that it's linked through is... Um, it's called OneNet. And it's it's just... One, it's 1T online, but abbreviated, it's sorry, it's ONET. Um, so you just type in, you just type it in, 1T um, online, and I can send you a link in the, in the Zoom call here. But basically, it gives you a lot of different um, tools and resources you can use to kind of translate your military skills to civilian skills. And it's open to anybody, you don't have to have a common access card to, to get to that resource.
4: Okay, yeah. No, um we uh we want to be able to post some of the stuff like in our in, in the description of the video and obviously like on our social medias so on the Facebook page and the Instagram page we want to be able to like add these links in there. Actually, whatever these links are, um I'll add them to uh we have an all my links on the podcast's uh, Instagram page and uh we'll add we'll add your link, the MVP link, myveteranpassion.org to it and this uh the one that you're, if you could just send it to me, I'll add that into all my links as well. There it is. Uh, my next forward slash. I can't see the rest of it. Um, <clears throat> we'll add all those links in there because I mean, you know, if we're, if we can get, get those things out to more people then the better, right? Like we're, we're able to help out
1: absolutely when,
4: where we can. Um, so the other thing that I wanted to ask you all about, um, that I said was personal to me. Um, I don't know if, <clears throat> Uh, so, Poyo, and if I, I met you all down in San Antonio, and I'm pretty sure you noticed that I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty jacked human. <laughs> I'm
0: laughing, what sorry. Um, carrying some guns around, you know, <laughs> even if they're small ones, you're still get out of here, bit, right? A
4: couple of 22s, a <laughs> couple of 22s, no big deal. Um, but <laughs> I noticed, um, <laughs> exactly. Hey, no, <know>. um, <clears throat> no, but on the, on the, on, the, uh, on your guys's website, uh, my right, you guys have a workout, um, over work well, workout overview. It's got some workouts on there. Does that change daily? And who creates these?
3: That is not changed daily. That is the concept or the premise of where we start. And then we can extrapolate that as different gyms wants to bring different flares to them. Temple fitness brings their own flair. Um, uh, Kitty brings their own flair The gym of Tucson brings their own flair Kaizen Khan of Tucson brings their own flair And as we continue to grow We're going to see other people bringing their own But that's where we start And then they take or they like Or whatever it is Because honestly we want to make sure That everyone can do these workouts Um, Just because someone is in their tip top condition, or we were at one point, some people might be missing a leg, some some people might not have Mm -hmm. an arm, some people might have back problems. So we have to give the secondary or try to give, you know, different types of workouts, but still stimulating the same muscles that we're trying to, you know, interact with. So Mm -hmm. That's like the concept or the base, but I feel like you got some opinions, options. Maybe you want to join us on the workout, maybe sponsor one, maybe you be a part of one. I don't know.
4: So the, the reason it's a big thing for me. So like I'm in the army, one of my um, additional duties is I'm the master fitness trainer for my unit. Um so I had to go to school for that. And then I'm I, I've been working on getting my personal trainer certification through NASM. Um so fitness is a big part of my life. It's it's it, you know, I, I got into it about 2010. And I would say that even, even being a drill sergeant, like, you know, like I had, I had goals as far as my, my military career with that job, but like, as far as my personal life, I was still lacking some things here and there. And I think kind of diving into fitness, um, Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of helped me with that a bit. Like it kind of helped me stay focused on what it was that I wanted to do. Um, and then it kind of bled over into the rest of my life. Um, But you know, you, you develop this like this 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 level of discipline with it because you have to stick to these programs. You have to trust the process, so to speak. I actually hate that term, but um, it's you know you can't get around it. You have to trust the process when it comes to fitness, mental health, anything. Right? There's a process to it, and you just have to stay with it. Um, and I think fitness is a great place to start. I mean, if if we're not taking ourselves, uh, uh, taking care of ourselves. Um, it's three pronged, right? Like mind, body and soul, right? So if we're not taking care of ourselves in all three of those aspects, then, you know, we're kind of doing ourselves a disservice. That's one thing that I think the army has, has gotten right when it comes to, um, fitness, right? Well, <clears throat> they just recently came out with H2F, the, um, holistic health and fitness. Okay. Um, and, uh, and they, they kind of cover the, the whole, the, 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 the total, how do they word it? <clears throat> basically, I means just basically the like mind, body, soul, right? So like if you working on those three things will make you a better, well-rounded, more healthy person so that whenever you do encounter something that could be potentially tragic or traumatic or something that you are capable of handling it in all three of those aspects.
3: I think that honestly, the reason that a lot of this is happening is because in the military, you're, they make you PT. They don't make yeah. you understand that PTN is a chemical change that happens in your brain mm-hmm. in order to change, like, a lot of things that are happening. Like, if you're having pain, that will mitigate that. You're having, like, some type of, like, um you know, feel good. That's exactly what, after and how you feel. That's yeah, exactly that that mm-hmm. chemical change, you know? So giving that, instead of saying, well, you got a PT because you have to do good in the you know, like no one teaches you that in the military, that it's that chemical change that gives you good mental health as well, gives you clarity on what you're doing. So that's why I I work out. It's that a lot of people ask me, they're like, oh, are you going to do a competition or something? No, I just don't want to go. I'm crazy. Like, I got to go PT, let yeah. some of this stuff out. And then I get clear, like, all right, maybe you shouldn't freak out if someone's behind you and they're honking at you. Like, mm-hmm. kill, you know, like, yeah, makes you just not.
1: That sounds like that me so right there, man. that's me. Yeah. Like uh, as a, as when I was a police officer, man, working out for me was a big deal until I got injured. Then when I couldn't work out, it was just downhill. Like uh, physically and mentally, it was uh, not great. When I was able to finally work out again, I think things got a little bit be- more better for me. Uh, but, yeah, 100%, man. Right now, the only thing I'm in the fitness is fitting more cheese on a burger and fitting in my mouth.
3: <laughs> oh, no, we get you. Trust me. And I'm in better shape than I was before. But uh, yeah. yeah. And that's something we address, too, because um, we have a trainer, um, Sergeant Slappy. Every Wednesday, we do uh, MVP MREs, where we uh, teach everyone how to eat a little bit cleaner in a in a budget. So we yeah. all get there, and we all, they, you know – we provide a, um, a meal and we give the list. It's like, hey, go buy them. Wednesday evening, we're going to cook together. And we're all there just like this, but on Discord. And he's there cooking and we're cooking with each other. And we're just chilling from home. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, also we also post like-
0: that on his YouTube channel. Yeah, and if you want to check out his Facebook page, it's Vulcans Forge. Um, I linked it to you guys in the chat here. And mm-hmm. you can... The zucchini boats make me slappy. I'm just MVP. gonna say
3: the <laughs> zucchini MVP boats oh. are so good. The egg yeah. bites, the
0: tacos, like damn,
4: man, y'all are making me hungry. I haven't haven't eaten much today, so we've I been also, we've been doing shows.
0: I also <laughs> linked to you guys the Templo Fitness Facebook information as well. Um, Templo Fitness is kind of unique and near to dear to MVP's heart. It's been there from the beginning. Um, and we, it's the gym that hosts our workouts every week on Friday. Um, they host all of the Templar Fitness workouts, and it has like a kickboxing sort of vibe to it. It's really, it's really fun if you guys have a, a kickboxing setup at your local gym or, you know, at your house. I know due to COVID, a lot of us made little home gyms. I know we did. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I Did it at my computer desk one time um, while I was reading stuff for my class. That was kind of interesting. But uh, if you guys want to check it out, the link's there as well.
4: Absolutely. We appreciate that for sure. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, no, the the fitness thing, though, I just, I'll tell you, my biggest problem with it, though, y'all, is I can't get it out of my head that I don't need to lift a certain way, right? So, like, I have low back problems. You know what I mean? And I still have it in my mind that I need to deadlift 500 pounds. You know I'm what I mean? I'm right like, there with you.
3: Uh,
4: <laughs> um, I'm at 455. I'm close. Um, and uh, that, last, that last 45 pounds, I'm like, eh, is it worth a, a crushed uh, negative.
1: disc? You're negative. You're a psychopath.
3: <laughs> Herniated Absolutely protruding. not.
0: No, sir.
1: I don't know why you're yeah, picking up heavy stuff in anyway. 500 pounds.
0: Okay, back injuries are the hardest ones to recover from. Yeah, They'll put you one. out for years and spontaneously on and off afterwards.
4: Yeah, but that's like forty five percent of the the world record deadlift.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, know, are you the- planning on going into <laughs> but, professional said, like deadlifting?
0: Like, do you need that pressure no, on no, those fragile right. discs of yours? <laughs> no, you're right.
4: <laughs> no, my 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 chiropractor even told me he's like, "Why are you doing this?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're right." You're right. She and she was a she was a power lifter and she did um was like shot put or something in the Olympics at one point way back in the day. And yep. to hear it from somebody who was a professional athlete, he was like, Yeah, you're right. I need to I need to stop.
2: Well, if I, Kevin's I anything like me, he's gonna hit five hundred and then go, man, six hundred ain't too far away either. Yep. And then that's it's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yep. Downhill in a
1: wheelchair. Insanity. Yep. Insanity, pure insanity. All I do is eat. Y'all are crazy. Yeah
0: that's it's, where i'm at
1: that's my level of fitness time yeah, fitness food in my mouth survival
3: fitness pizza and, and honestly just to lose weight and all that it's, it's everyone talks about all these diets and all that it's not it's a calorie deficit that's all yep. you have to google little calorie deficit and then you don't even have you're like hmm i did all this i don't have to get up today all right don't get up you're good you know no. but it's knowing that of your body and what you do and, that that knowledge, you know that mm-hmm. that holistic approach, as you're saying, is yeah. definitely what we're 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 about.
4: Yeah. No, Doc, you're you're a thousand percent correct on that, and that's one thing that I preach a ton of, and that's one thing I've seen trainers on social media. I mean, and, and I know I know everyone has seen them, right? You have these these uh the social media influencers who are like uh the belly fat burner workout three thousand, and it's just a bunch of dumb exercises, right? And this will make you lose 15 pounds in seven seconds or whatever the fuck, right? Like, you know, I mean, unless you're getting like dysentery or something like that's not going to happen, right? If you want to lose weight, um, and I could do a whole, I could do a whole, um, Tyree and I occasionally will do solo shows and it's been, it's, we could do a whole show on this, but like though, if you want to lose weight, you don't have to go to a gym. You don't just be in a deficit, just be in a, a, a calorie deficit. Just don't eat as much, but it's easy for us, right. To look at like, you know, well, if for breakfast, I might have, you know, two eggs, two sausages, two pancakes, man, that's like 800 fucking calories. You know what I mean? Like we don't think about it that way. We don't think about our diet that way. We don't think about it in terms of how many calories am I eating? How many macros am I eating? We just eat.
2: We're looking we at the, the quantity versus the the macros.
4: Yeah, Right. In the in the in the quality of the food, right? Over like I mean, quality
3: over quantity.
4: Yeah, it, that's a whole that's a whole thing. Yeah, that's it's it's a big thing for me. Like I, that's, I do I, have I,
3: this like ritual that I got from the military, and I got back into it because it, for some reason maybe feel good. So yeah. at night, I drink a big you know liter of water or something, mm-hmm. and then I, when I wake up, I drink another one.
4: That's a Ooh! ton of water, man. How do you not Ooh! piss yourself in sleep?
3: Well, that's <laughs> that's how you wake up early, right?
4: True, true true no i i was in that i was in that same um i and i'm i'm i'm, I'm off of it now but yeah i was doing the same thing a, a glass of water or two before i go to bed and then a glass before you know, a glass of water in the morning first thing you know before my coffee even yeah yeah um, and, and you're right though that really did make me feel a lot better i should start doing that because right now i think it's uh, a couple of beers before bed
3: yeah <laughs>
2: Well, but it's Coors Light,
4: so it's mostly water.
2: I, I oh go. no! And as long as you, as long as you fit in your calorie deficit,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So I don't, your beers your carbs for the day. That's how you uh, have to justify that. And he, he does not
2: condone that. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, not condoning that
0: here on MVP. However,
1: oh man, we <laughs> are, we, we haven't even gotten into weed yet. Jesus, <laughs> stand by. No, yeah. no, this is uh, this is awesome. Caloric intake, yeah.
4: Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's all about what you what you eat, what you don't eat. I
1: gotta I don't figure that out. I'm not just, I'm not a big person, so I think I'm I think I'm okay.
0: Just Irene. staying moving. Just stay moving. We have walk it out Wednesday as well. Mm-hmm. So all day Wednesday, the goal is to hit three miles or more just walking throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So for people like Pollo and for you know, other folks that run around all day. It's easy. I mean, he Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. walks twenty-one thousand miles,
3: ten miles,
0: twelve miles.
2: Kevin knows we we march and we walk everywhere at work. So exactly, you're
0: you're go go going all the time. But for people who have a desk job, you know that's a little bit harder. But just trying to make sure that you're doing the little things to get those steps in, like park a little bit farther away, take take the stairs instead of taking the elevator. I mean, if you you know maybe work on the twelfth or fourteenth story, maybe maybe not. (laughs) Uh, but get off a get off a flight or two early. So get up on yeah. the 12th floor instead yeah. of the 14th floor. Mm-hmm. There you
1: go. Um, you got to get creative.
0: the long way to the coffee shop. Like if it's across the street, yeah. maybe go around the block first. Who knows? You and know, the thing that's,
1: which you the should thing that's also always cracked me no up shit. is
4: uh, at the gym, like the parking spaces in front are always full. There's an irony there. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, sometimes it's leg day.
4: <laughs> no, you're right.
0: Oh my God! That's the best true. thing
4: you can do is it should
2: be,
3: that yeah. should be reserved for leg day only. You know, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, those are the spots with the little blue stickers yeah. on
3: the ground.
4: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Leg day <laughs> Leg day
0: parking. Those are the one for like two days after leg day because that's yeah. that's when you really hate your decisions in life. Is the two days after leg day Why where you're did just I do that? dying? Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, you know the workouts that we do, the you know the meals and all that. It really is for. You know, not us to learn and we a lot of us already know this stuff but it's to entice those that don't so they can say all right my life could be better if I just do this a little bit more to do that well I don't want to do it but I can see seven other people doing it I might as well do it with them you know and that's yeah, exactly. that that group mentality that we want to approach and say like it doesn't suck that bad if we do it together
4: yeah this sucks but it sucks it together sucks.
3: yeah
0: yeah yeah It's like working long days or working 24-hour shifts. It's like, all right, this sucks, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring in the crock pot. We're going to make some chili. We're going to do tacos. We're going to embrace the suck, which is a very familiar military term. Embrace Uh, the suck (laughs) and make the best of it.
4: Yeah, no, exactly. I need to work where you work because if you're bringing crock pots
1: and tacos. I'm saying
0: Yep. Yep. I work in the emergency room. So we can go from, you know, seeing maybe a patient an hour to getting like 50 rolling through the door. Usually basic trainees that just get dropped off on my doorstep. You're welcome. And I have to like MTI hand them like, what the, what are you doing? Like, that is not where you're supposed to be. (laughs) Go sit down.
2: (laughs) And
3: that's why MVP loves Miss missing.
4: Man, you guys are great. Um, I think, uh, uh Tyree and I have talked a, a little bit about it, um, actually during the show, like we've really enjoyed talking with you guys and we want to find a way that our podcast and MVP can somehow maybe be a thing in some way, shape or form um, to where like, you know, we can help put your word out. And then we, we definitely want you guys to come to come back on uh, to talk more about what y'all are doing in the future. Because um, we, we, you know, first, pers- I, I, me, me, I, I feel like you guys are doing great things. Um, I think you guys are picking up the slack where the VFW is kind of falling off, where the DAV is kind of falling off, uh, where the American Legion is falling off. They're just not as relevant as they used to be, and that's unfortunate. But it's it's the the truth, right? I'm, like, I'm they, glad
3: you said it, man. No one believes yeah. me, but I'm glad you said it. No, it's one hundred percent
4: true, man. Like, I wanted to, um, I wanted to propose to the VFW or the local chapter that, like, they revamp at least one of those locations and see how those members change. Because I don't know about you guys, but I don't like playing bingo, right? I don't want to go in there and sit at a bar and drink dollar beers. I mean, well, I'm okay with that, but like, I, (laughs) I don't want to do just that. I was going to suggest like add a gym to this place, add a gaming room to this place, make it something that like our generation of veterans wants to do right um though i i'm a member of the vfw um in fort smith arkansas and the last time i was there that's what it was that's all it was was just fucking bingo and 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 dollar you know millers you know and it's cool to hear their stories Right, it's cool to listen to these old Vietnam vets and all that stuff, but a lot of times, especially now, yeah, with there's uh, rich
3: veteran veteran history there, absolutely.
4: Yeah, but you know, with the way things are going in America, with all this division, now it's just a lot of you know bitching about this or that, and nobody wants to hear all that stuff. Just, just let this, just we. The, it's it's supposed to be a place to like get away, where we can come together and bond with our brothers and sisters in arms, and um, you guys are taking up that mantle, I think. And um, I, 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 I want to help. Uh, I want to help you guys be more of that. Right. Because, it, like I said, like so many organizations that should be taking up that role are falling short.
3: Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have a, a big event coming up. Miss Nymph. you want to talk a little bit about it.
0: I sure will. Um, We have the Memorial Day event coming up this next weekend in Austin, Texas. So if anybody is out there, I'm not sure when you guys are going to post this, but if you post it before the 27th um, of this month, anybody who listens to this is welcome to join us at the event. We're going to be running around all over Austin. If folks are interested, they can check out the Discord channel, click on the Austin event, and we'll be at various locations around Austin, um, playing disc golf, checking out um, maybe some of the stand-up paddleboarding, kayaking. We're going to be at the Bangers Sausage House and Brewing Company. That'll be the main event on the 28th. And it's on Rainy Street, downtown Austin. It's a well-known little area that people like to come and hang out at. And anybody that wants to come is welcome to come and visit. Just say, hey, we're here for the MVP event. And Miss Katie, the manager there, will kindly direct you to our tables. And you can come hang out with us. They offer a great 50% military discount all the time. So anybody that's military or affiliated with the military can go and get that benefit of that military discount. Um, But I'm super excited about it. I've been planning it for months. Um, right now we have about 30 people that are going to be there that have made reservations for the rooms. Um, and we want to do more of these in-person events in the future. And I think with us partnering together, it would be a great way to reach people that, you know, aren't already in the discord channel. Cause there are a lot of people that listen to podcasts that have no idea what discord even is. And it would be a great way to kind of share our words of both of our organizations.
4: Oh yeah. Um, yeah so so what was i going to ask okay so did there's the the main event is on the 28th
0: yes it's the 28th and it it starts at 6 p.m um texas time so oh, 6 p.m texas time they're going to have a live band there um will <laughs> our reservation is until eight o'clock however There is plenty of space if we end up hanging around and kind of mingling a little bit later. Um, I'm sure you'll find some folks. The plan is to have everybody wear these MVP shirts when we go. So you just have to tell people, look for the MVP shirts, and we'll collect you all like little ducklings and (laughs) show you around and introduce you to the MVP crowd. Nice.
4: Um, Right on. Okay, cool. Um, I, I, I was going to write down the start time. I forgot already. Cause I'm
3: 6 p.m. No p- worries. Eight. We can send you 1800
4: ASL. for you military
1: types. Yes. And we'll make yeah. a couple posts about this before, uh, we put it out.
3: <laughs> Thank you.
4: Yeah. 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 I'll put some of them on Instagram and, uh, we'll do like one of those collaborator post things. Um, and, uh, my answer, the Instagram hasn't, uh, grown as much as I would like it to. Well, the, the podcast one, my personal one, has some significant followers. And I have some people in Austin, too. Um, Send them
0: out. Yeah, We'd man. love to host them. Yeah. yeah
2: we're yeah, close to 1,000
1: sure. folks on our Facebook. They like yeah. to hear it, I'm sure.
2: <clears throat> yeah, and one of the things, I forgot who brought it up before. I, think, I don't remember if it was Kevin or Ty. But earlier, earlier, about, let's say, an hour and 25 minutes ago, one of y'all brought up the fact of Veterans Day and Memorial Day are the two biggest, you know, mm-hmm. military... And it's funny you brought that up because last November, we actually had the very first MVP get together out in Tucson, Arizona. And we decided that, Hey, you know what, if we're going to have it on veterans day, let's do one for Memorial day. And now we brought one out to San or not San Antonio out to Austin. (laughs) So we're, I'm hoping, you know, knock on wood, you know, everything goes right. We can make this a, you know, every six month ordeal. So every veterans day, every Memorial Mm -hmm. day, and we kind of would just, you know, travel or host this in some, city that we have normally a quote unquote a significant amount of individuals that way obviously because we know traveling's expensive we know airline tickets gas prices mm-hmm. now are ridiculous. Right. Really imagine yeah. how much Thai pays in gas out.
1: It's oh, ridiculous. In it's, an, so. it's incredible. <laughs> Even in my mini, it's a million dollars, I tell you what. No joke. Yeah.
0: It cost yeah. me 35 to fill up my Prius the other day and hurt my soul. What? Good Lord. $35? But you only have to fill it up like
4: twice a year.
1: $35 I mean
0: serious? they do like 90 here in San Antonio on the highway so I almost jumped I through get, my microphone I don't get like 54 it. miles to the gallon I'm getting more like 37 Good 38 Lord.
1: you know how much Neither. it is to fill a tank out here my mini I don't
0: even want to know it's, it's probably what, like filling what, your tank six, in Germany
2: it's what 620 a gallon out there I think my buddy said
1: yeah right now to fill my tank is about 90 dollars Oh, Good course. Lord, man! In a mini, yeah. in a mini, I like mini by the liter. It's incredible. Yeah, right? exactly. That's
4: exactly we're, what it was like. We're in Germany. Getting, I want to see when, when Tyree and I were over in Germany. It was like it was like four something a liter, and that was yeah. back in like oh one to oh five timeframe. And
2: yeah. that's three liters a gallon for you, non. Geographical <laughs> yeah. geometry individuals metric.
4: Is that is that hey, geometry?
2: It's, it's something. It's <laughs>
4: metric. <say> it's
0: something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This four
0: degrees yeah. have nothing to do. <laughs> I
2: never had to take stats, so I'm good with land now, <laughs> Clearly, obviously, <not. laughs>
4: well, well hell yeah, fun. y'all. Um, um, is there? Okay, so we're we're kind of getting to the, the time where we need to kind of close out. Right, an hour yeah. and a half already. Um, but.
3: Time flies when you're having fun,
4: man. No shit, right? You guys have been great. Like we definitely, like I said, we want, we definitely want to bring y'all back on. So you thank can you. kind of update us on what y'all have going on, future events, et cetera, and so on. Um, but with all that being said, anything else that y'all want to add, need to add, should throw out there, anything at all?
3: Um, I'll, uh, I'll start, you know, again, thank you. Thank you very much for having us here. We really appreciate the opportunity. And we hope to continue to explore other options with you guys. And you know, join us on Discord, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. I'm sure that Nymph, Miss Nintendo is gonna help me Lincoln. throw more out there. There we go. Yeah, I, <laughs> I forget some. So Twitch, um, and yeah, again, thank you very much for for having us. I'm Doc Soto. So thanks Sorry.
1: for coming on, yeah. man. It was a, it was a, it was a pleasure having you on, man. Thanks.
2: Absolutely. And Kevin, hey, thanks again. It was weirdly, oddly timing out here in San Antonio. You were catching a flight, I think four hours later, but you're still at the bar with us. Um, yeah, you ass, Kevin. You motherfucker, you. Now I know,
1: and I know the whole story.
2: <laughs> um, so you, you don't know, like
1: the day before, the next day, we're supposed to be interviewing Sar- uh, Sergeant Major, like a big one. And uh, Kevin was late.
2: <laughs> no, that wasn't that, that, wa- that wasn't that day. That wasn't that,
1: that day. That wasn't that
4: though. day. Uh, that was a different, was a different day. day. Oh, it was, just, it was, was a different time. I got you. I um, appreciate it, bro.
2: But no, long, <laughs> long story short, um, thank y'all for having us again, uh, taking the time out of y'all's night, especially, quote unquote, Western time zone and um, our Kansas's time zone. So right. I right. appreciate it. But just remember, if y'all need anyone to talk to, reach out to anyone, even if it's just to listen or just to rant. And like Kevin said, 22 a day is way too many.
4: Yep. Amen. <clears throat> I'm
0: going to use a term that a lot of military members are familiar with. Do not say with. piggyback. Yes, just no piggyback ah, on that. No. <laughs> no disgusting. piggyback. And that's you what can Piggyback. Piggyback. Oh, I'm darn. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> just In continue addition to extrapolate to those, do, to those wonderful reasons and rationalities of my, my coworkers. Um, <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask for help. If you need help with anything, reach out and ask. There's someone who has been through it, someone who has experience with it, especially within the military community. That's one of the things that makes us so great is that we're diverse, we're flexible, and you know what, for the most part, Once you've found your group of people, like, those are your people. For us military folks especially, we don't see our natural-born family. So our military family is typically the family we're closer to. So reach out to your fellow active-duty veterans, veteran supporters, and just ask, just say, hey, I'm not okay. Or if you notice your friend's not okay, hey, man, what's that face for? What? Why do you look like that? What's going on? Um, it doesn't hurt to ask. Worst thing they can do is not want to talk about it. Best case scenario, you know, maybe you just changed their mind on a really um, interesting decision they yeah. were about to make. Um, but on a lighter note, I'm very glad we met you, Kevin, at the bar I saw you guys struggling to take your selfies and I just had to offer my assistance because definitely the Air Force, it. the Air Force has got you, Army. We got I, you. I completely
2: <laughs> forgot that's how that conversation started.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, Mata and I were definitely talking loud anyway. You know what I mean? Like we a couple grunts. Just um, screaming at each other. Know, at talking about and being loud. But you know, one of my uh I one of my favorite things about that night though is like I know I went in there to meet Mata. And he went there to meet me. You guys were there together. I think you knew the bartender. And then there was a few other people in the bar that were there individually or with somebody else. But like by the end of the night, I don't know if y'all noticed, but like by the end of the night, like everybody was in a conversation with each other at some point somehow. And that's the veteran community.
0: Yep. That is a prime example of what MVP is trying to do, you know, reaching out to those single guys at the bar and I don't mean single, like unmarried. Mm-hmm. I mean, like sitting there mm-hmm. looking sad by themselves, right? Hey, man, what are hey. you doing tonight? What brings you in? What are you drinking? You know, just opening up those dialogues and just getting to know them, you know, just making them realize, hey, people, people notice me. Like, this person just took time out of their day to come and talk to me. Like, maybe maybe it's worth hanging out a little bit longer, you know?
3: I agree. Mm-hmm what we fear the most is what we say, Oh, I don't like people hanging, you know, talking to me is because probably you want people to talk to. Them. We just, we're fearful mm-hmm. to that. You know, it's, yeah. it's a kind of a hard thing to really look at when it comes to that. But I believe that.
4: I agree, man, for sure. Um, well, yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that covers it uh, for now. Um, but uh, yeah, fuck. I definitely want you guys to come back on, um, stay caught up in all that stuff and uh but yeah in in the meantime um hope you guys do well and uh, we'll help push your word out too and we Thank definitely you. truly really really
1: really greatly appreciate you guys coming on coming on tonight
3: appreciate
1: um, you <clears> Tyree. <throat> you anything you know what i got the close out hey folks thanks for listening to before i forget another good show down in the books please like listen share and subscribe with all your friends your fucking family and all of them so let's try to grow this MVP and, before I forget, together. Have a good one.